Community Players Podcast Standby. Places, please. Hosts and guests, places, please. House lights, go. Curtain, go. Podcast, go. Welcome to Places, Please, a podcast produced by Community Players Theater in Beatrice, Nebraska. I'm Jamie Ulmer, Managing Artistic Director at the Theater. So I guess we're technically going to call this Season 1, Episode 2 of our regular format for this podcast. We are still in our uh, coronavirus shutdown, but we are taking a slight break from our regular Hold Please miniseries to discuss our new production. Yes, you heard that right, new production, Dinosaur Vacation. I had to go back to my notes from that blissful time of nostalgia known as February to remember how we originally planned on formatting this podcast. Uh, So I figured it out, and without any further ado, Act 1. Dinosaur Vacation is written and performed by Tyler Rinney. It was first written by Tyler in the fourth grade, and the first few chapters were performed during one of our variety show cabaret fundraisers. This is the first time community players, or really anyone, has produced this full dramatic reading. The show will be available for pay-per-view streaming beginning Saturday, May 9th for approximately two to three weeks. Tickets are $10 and can be purchased online at BeatriceCommunityPlayers.com or calling the box office Monday through Friday, noon to 5 p.m. When you order a ticket, we will send you an email with a link and instructions on how to watch the show. This event is a special fundraiser for the theater. The show runs approximately 45 minutes. That brings down the curtain on Act 1. Stand by for Act 2, where we talk to Tyler about the show. I am joined now by frequent podcast guest um, <laughs> Tyler Rinney, is socially distant or safely distant-ish uh, from me in my office right now. Am, so, am I ever truly safe from you, Jamie? How well, no, <laughs> no one, no one is ever truly safe. But uh, Tyler joins us uh, now to talk about the upcoming production of Dinosaur Vacation. So thank you for joining me, Tyler. Yes, that's right. Uh, Back for a regular Places, Please episode, maybe? Yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, Our second ever regular Places, Please episode. And uh, also, you were the first guest on the Places, Please podcast before. Yeah, so so first, second, and only guest of that podcast. Of the regular edition of the podcast. (laughs) So I guess um, if we want to have regular productions going up, you need to be somehow directing them. Oh, I don't know if I like the sound of that. (laughs) Yeah, I I think it sounds great for me. Um, As long as we get regular productions up, I'm fine with it. Well, that's true. (laughs) If we could get any productions up right now, I would be ecstatic. If we could get even 20 people allowed in the auditorium right now, I would be ecstatic. Um, But let's talk about the history of this project, all 65 million years of it. Uh, This isn't a new story, correct? That's right. So uh, Dinosaur Vacation is actually a story that I wrote when I was in fourth grade. Not quite 65 million years ago, but, you know, a good 28 or so. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I wrote it when I was in fourth grade. And actually, as I was writing it uh, in school, I was allowed by my teacher to read it to the entire class every time I wrote a chapter. Um, So that was in Mrs. Findy's fourth grade at Johnson Brock Elementary. Shout out to Mrs. Findy. That's right. Um, But actually, I really do. um, I remember I approached her and was like, hey, I'm writing this story. Can I read it to the class as I write another chapter? And she 
allowed me to do that. So honestly, it was like it was had nothing to do with school itself. It had nothing to do with any lessons at all. I was just doing it on my own time. And I really credit her with um, helping foster at that age uh, kind of a love for writing and for performing at the same time, which is where I'm at today, you know, uh, writing and performing and directing stuff. That's great. That's a great testament to the impact that a an encouraging educator can have on, on a young person. Absolutely, because it could have been just as easy for her to say, no, we don't have time for that. That doesn't have anything to do with school. Don't. You're not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So another shout out to her. So it's it's her fault that you work here. <laughs> yes, exactly. In a way. In a way. <laughs> in a way yeah. Um, so you did kind of a preview of this story a few years ago. Um, when was that, and and how did that response? kind of uh, morph into what we are producing today. Yeah, so it was at a ca- uh, CP Cabaret probably three or four years ago at this point. It's probably longer ago than I think. Yeah. Um, but I was co-hosting the cabaret with Pat Marlette, and that was the only thing I was doing for that cabaret. And that day I was like, hey, I need to do something else besides just walk out and co-host. It doesn't really make any sense for me to be here if I'm just <laughs> co-hosting with you. And um, I had found this story a while back, uh, just going through stuff at my parents' house. And I had actually read it out loud to Elena. And we just kind of had fun laughing about it and stuff. And so I said, hey, what if I brought this? I'm not going to sing. What if I <laughs> What if I bring in this story that I have? And uh, Pat was like, yeah, sure, go for it. And I read the first couple chapters at that point and uh, – just had a really, really awesome time performing it and a great response from the audience that really enjoyed um, kind of the serious performance of this very much so little kid writing. Right. Um, so ever since then, I've always I've bugged you a little bit, Jamie, and I've always brought it up to other people. I'm like, I'd really like to perform that the whole thing sometime. And I've had people uh, requested of me, too. So this was just kind of a good time. We're not doing anything else. So uh, why not put it up in some form? Yeah, let's talk just real briefly about how we decided to to do this project when all of this uh, COVID-19 kind of shutdown started uh, as a, at a staff meeting. We were brainstorming ways that we could continue to engage the community, continue to offer entertainment and offer opportunities for our volunteers to be involved. And uh, we brainstormed a whole bunch of different things, including repurposing this podcast. Um, but uh, you also kind of uh, volunteered this. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things that's been kind of sitting around in my back pocket anyway, um, that I was like, well, it, there's no other shows in the way, and here's something that I have the rights to, <laughs> again, <Yeah. laughs> um, that we don't owe anybody anything, and we could uh, film it and put it together. We'd originally discussed maybe doing a live broadcast of it, uh, but instead we decided to go with a pre-recorded one um, that I filmed a week or so ago, and I've been editing together um, some different camera angles and just trying to make it even more fun. I think this is the best way to go with it, just to kind of spice it up with some editing and not have to worry about, honestly, the technic- the possible technical hiccups of streaming a live video. Right, um, to- right, as as Broadway World uh, found out with the Sondheim uh, streaming. You know, the live streaming can be great, but yeah, there's technical difficulties. Definitely, and that whole Sondheim thing is definitely low stakes compared to this. So yeah. we didn't want to <laughs> fall into those same traps with something. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so without any spoilers, tell us what Dinosaur Vacation is about. Well, it is about a group of friends, including myself, um, in the nine t- ages 9 to 10 range, who are approached by the this mysterious man who offers them a ton of money, a ton of money, $2,000, uh, to go to this mysterious island south of Florida. Well, of course, we all know, or at least fourth grade Tyler thought we knew, that there were no islands south of Florida. 
but we decided to go there to follow this advice to uh, reap in this huge amount of sum of money to, I assume, be split between the five of us. Uh, so, yeah, just quite the payday uh, to put ourselves in danger. <laughs> so you each got a fifth of a ton of money? Is yes, that what exactly. Uh, $2,000. Uh, and we go to this island that we soon find out is populated entirely by dinosaurs. And we are uh, just tasked with surviving and escaping the island and uh, solving some of the mysteries that we encounter there as well. Okay. Well, it, this is a definitely a cautionary tale because you know mysterious men coming and offering you money to go to an island off the south of florida do not do this kids do, do not do this no <laughs> um so what was going through fourth grade tyler's mind when he wrote this story well honestly just writing and drawing was something that i've done ever since i could remember just to entertain myself um even before i could really write very well uh i would dictate stories to my mom oh, uh, before yeah. you could write well <laughs> before i could physically write oh, well. oh, okay. <laughs> physically with my hand right okay uh, i would uh, dictate stories to my mom and she would write them down and then i would illustrate them and just throughout my entire life i've always had these side projects quote unquote um where i'm writing something whether it is in in elementary school just for the fun of it uh, through junior high I would draw comics to entertain my friends um, through high school and college I would write just for fun or for other things that had nothing to do with school or even something that was a guaranteed project so it's really honestly been something I've just done my entire life and continue to do today cool Cool. And so what what were you thinking about, though? What were your what was the influences? Well, honestly, stuff. I mean, the obvious influence, it's even brought up in the in the story is Jurassic Park and the Lost World. <laughs> There's numerous times in the story that I reference. Oh, if Jurassic Park was real ah. or I knew what this dinosaur was because I'd seen Jurassic Park yeah. and stuff like that. So it's, it's very, very clear that that is an influence. Uh, I, I wouldn't call it fan fiction by any sense. I, I never quite <laughs> dove straight into that, but it is certainly influenced. By yeah. that. <laughs> but I, I always really just wrote stuff like this just to entertain myself and then being able to share it with people was always an added benefit, which is honestly something that I ascribe to today that it's like, even if there's a little joke I write into one of my plays or something, as long as I find it funny. That's great. That's, and, and who cares? <laughs> exactly. If the audience. Yeah. And if they if they get it or, or if they find it funny, then what, that's an added bonus. But I, I'm just trying to have fun with it. Yeah. That's kind of the way your acting is, too. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> <laughs> which is what I got to incorporate in this performance as yes, well. Yes. <laughs> which is a great segue. So talk about the performance the audiences will be seeing here. Are you dressed up in one of those inflatable T-Rex costumes walking around the stage uh, holding a sign that says cheap car deals or something? Um, uh, how is this story? being presented um no for this one i really just wanted to kind of bring it back to basics and let the story and the performance really entertain the audience um so it's just me in my door opening suit since we haven't been able to do that in a while jamie um, <laughs> yeah and just a suit and tie uh sorry heidi there's no puppets included in this one but really i just really wanted it to keep it simplified and just uh use the basics of the really funny and entertaining story and the performance. And that was actually something that I realized this week while I was editing it, that this project really kind of brings together all these different interests that I've had throughout my entire life, that this is a story that I wrote when I was nine years old. 
I got to do a bit of performance uh, reading it, which I haven't done on our stage for three plus years or so. It's been so long since I've been in a show. But then also now I'm editing this all together and I filmed it, um, which is what I studied in college. So it's really been kind of a, a retrospective of my life in a weird way. <laughs> I was like, hey, this is your life, Tyler Rennie. It kind of has <laughs> been. And I've been watching the video of it and it just makes you kind of go, huh. <laughs> so I guess that's what the retrospective of my life is at yeah, this point. <laughs> the retrospective of your life life is pseudo jurassic world fanfic performed yeah, yeah in a for, suit. for no one <laughs> for no one <laughs> performed in an empty auditorium yeah. in a yeah yeah pretty much pretty much in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> yep. i don't know what that says about me but yeah i'm sure yeah. there's a moral just uh, similar to uh, the one at the beginning of this story <laughs> yeah <laughs> well so what do you hope that viewers take away from watching the show Oh, I just going back to that cabaret performance and everything else. Uh, I th I just hope it entertains people. I hope it gives them a chuckle during all this. Uh, I hope it reminds people that there is still stuff going on here at the theater, um, and that we will be excited to have an audience full of them to enjoy this uh, stuff in the future. Maybe not necessarily Dinosaur Vacation itself, uh, but uh, just shows that we can put on in this stage. But in the meantime, just enjoying the stuff that we're creating in the meantime. So. What was young Tyler's favorite dinosaur? You know, as a kid, I always, I, I think I liked the Predators more because they were more actionable, that they would actually, they would go after and do stuff so you could use them in a story better. <laughs> you know so what I mean? You liked them because they were a better plot device? I, I honestly, I think so, <laughs> that whether it's writing or playing with the toys of them, that they were the ones that were doing stuff, not the, the herbivores grazing over here and getting attacked by things. So I always enjoyed the Predators and actually the more kind of, uh, smaller or man-sized ones just because I don't know exactly why but like the velociraptors the really small compsignathus and it's just stuff that size I liked more <laughs> so that that was young Tyler's favorite what what's adult Tyler's favorite dinosaur <laughs> well I don't know I, I do still have to lean towards the uh, the plot driven ones I do still appreciate that I have to say yeah. the, the plotosaurus <laughs> yes the plotosaurus <laughs> that's definitely my favorite <laughs> um all right well is there anything else you want to add about this project I you know I just want to say personally I want to thank you for doing this because uh, you've been putting in a lot of work on this. Um, so that people know that Tyler came in and with Elena, they shot this video. Um, you had a three camera set up and um, we put up a little set for it and everything. And uh, yeah, I just really appreciate all the work, extra effort that you've been going to for this. And um, also for not only the organization, but for the community as well. Yeah, well, thank you. And honestly, it's been great to uh, pour myself into a creative endeavor for work, too. Obviously, like I said, I always have other projects I'm working on like that. But it's nice to honestly just get out in the auditorium and put together a show, basically. Um, so, so that's been really fun for me. Yeah. And speaking of being in the auditorium and putting on a show, you, you made an observation to me. Uh, you recorded this last Thursday, um, and then when when you guys were leaving the auditorium, um, what did you the that feeling that you guys had? Yeah, so we we were basically here recording this from seven to ten, which if anybody knows, that's our rehearsal time uh, on a week on a weeknight. And Elaine and I got in the car, and she even said, "It's like, gosh, there there should have been a dozen people there, not to watch my performance, but to be there working on something." 
that there should have been those dozen, two dozen people here working on a show, whether it's up on stage, rehearsing lines, uh, directing something or working in the shop or on costumes, whatever. It was just that was the of course, it's been weird since all this stuff started. But that was the first time that I think it really struck the two of us, especially that we were here at rehearsal time and there wasn't a rehearsal happening. Right. That you guys were here. At night, yeah. you know, by yourselves yeah. without other people here, volunteers. Yeah. Um, just yeah, I bet it would, I haven't been in here at night too yeah. much. I guess I was last Friday for the town hall. Um, but, but even then, you were in your office. I was here. Yeah, I was yeah. sitting here at my desk and and watching, looking at the camera on Zoom and stuff. So yeah, I can imagine how odd that would be to be in the auditorium on a regular night with, yeah. and it's just silence yeah it was nice while i was here but then when we left it just kind of kind of struck us yeah yeah well you know it's it's you and the ghosts yes exactly <laughs> so hopefully the, the theater ghosts um enjoyed the performance uh and theater ghost stories is a subject for another podcast <laughs> so um like i said uh, i think we're gonna wrap it up then unless there's anything else you want to add um, no, uh, we've been posting a lot of stuff related to the dinosaur vacation as well. There's some art that I did back when I was fourth grade that's on our Facebook page. You can buy some merchandise as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mention the, the merchandise, which is just kind of funny. Why are we offering merchandise for this, by the way? We've just had people ask for it. So um, <laughs> it was easy enough that we just set up a little tea Public shop um, that we didn't have to put any cost into, just the designs that I already did uh, for it. So, um, yeah, we figured if we could make a little extra money for the theater at this time, why not? do it and also hopefully be something fun for people to participate in as well even though they can't be in the audiences watching the show right right um and also i think it's really interesting you mentioned the drawings that are posted because like you were saying you would write these stories and you would also illustrate them uh and uh, those drawings on our facebook page are you incorporating them into the show at all no they're not in the video at all okay um, so I'm just sticking with the actual performance. So if you want to see those illustrations, you need to uh, visit our Facebook page and check those out. And I, I did write some little kind of museum plaques for them as well uh, that I put up on uh, that are on Facebook there, too. So make sure you read through those, those two. I had a lot of fun putting that together yeah. as well. <laughs> All right. Well, Tyler, thank you so much uh, for uh, coming in and, and remaining approximately six feet. We're saying six um, uh, away from each other here. And thank you once again for all the work you're doing on this project. Thanks, Jamie. It's time for the curtain call. This podcast is a production of Community Players Theater in downtown Beatrice, Nebraska. Our virtual performance of Dinosaur Vacation will go live on Saturday, May 9th at 7.30 p.m. and be available for online viewing for the next several weeks. Be sure to follow us during this time on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube with the hashtag HoldPleaseCP. You can help us keep our programming alive by going to our website, BeatriceCommunityPlayers.com, making a donation, buying CP merch, pre-ordering your 2020-2021 season tickets, or ordering a gift certificate for future productions. Next week, we return to our mini-series of interviews with past players from around the country and throughout the organization's history. Thank you, and stay safe, because we want to see you again at the theater. Please stand by, we are continuing to hold.